The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road Although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition with host Rick Zamprin. Yes, it is the final weekend of October. We have a lot of uh, great things to discuss. Of course, if you're at the kitchen table discussing whether or not you want to sell your home, you got to call the Golfie team. They're Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales. 905-575-7700 is the phone number to call. That's 905-575-7700. Online, the website is robgolfie.com. The hottest listings in town are on that website, robgolfi.com. The Golfie team is all over social media as well, whether it's Instagram, Twitter or Facebook, find them out, like them, follow them. And if you have a question for the Golfie team or you want us to discuss a certain topic on the show, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Of course, it is Halloween weekend. We're going to focus a little bit later on in the program on the spookiness of of real estate and the spookiness of Halloween weekend, if you will. We have a special guest that we will introduce her to you in a matter of moments. But before we get to that, what is happening in real estate these days, Rob? It's still rocking. It's still rocking. Inventory, I mean, it, it's selective. We got uh, houses are, are on the market a little longer, the ones that are priced probably a little higher than they should be. But again, houses under, under the $600,000 mark are just moving fast. Like we just... Uh, a client of mine wanted to put an offer in on a property in uh, in Hamilton, and they were asking 800. And uh, I said to him, "There's 15 offers, and 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 it's going to go close to to a million dollars." And I said, "There's no sense." And I go, "You know, 15 offers. It's you know, and and and, and they priced it aggressively, purposely." And I said to my, "Look, you're just helping. You're just helping the cause of pushing the market to something 100 to 200 thousand over asking." So. It, it's, you know what, it's still moving along. It, it, it's just uh, incredible how, uh, how it's still continuing. And, 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 and the unit numbers are, are down from last year because there's no inventory. And last year there wasn't any inventory, but for some reason, the numbers were a lot higher in unit numbers last year versus this year, even though inventory was down last year, but for some reason more houses sold last year. So, um, I, Again, you know, like we talked before, there's a shortage of houses out there and, uh, and it's getting more and more expensive. So, but right now I tell people buy a house, uh, that is overpriced and go in with a lower offer. You've got a great chance of getting a house at market value now with those overpriced houses and submitting an offer. And, uh, so like, like I said, people don't, don't hesitate. The longer the house has been on the market, it's a better chance for you to go in and negotiate without having to be competing with other uh, other people. So, 
Yeah, that's uh, what's happening in the marketplace. How, how would you describe the month of October, whether you whether or not you want to compare it to last October, which was pretty kind of crazy, or just the traditional October? How would you surmise this month? Well, last last year in October was an incredible month. Last year, and uh, like and 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 the the real estate board is down in numbers. But we're busy. Like we're we're always busy, Rick. It's hard. Sometimes we're the. It's hard for us to gauge to see if um, if if we're uh, like our our numbers are different than the real estate board numbers because we're always trending up. The real estate board is the average, and their numbers aren't gonna. Uh, they reflect that there's less sales uh, for the month of October versus last year. But and our numbers are up compared to last year. So. It, 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 it is a, a great month so far, uh, better than September, in, in, in our opinion. Uh, September uh, was, you know, just a mediocre, good month. But our October looks like we're going to hit some record numbers uh, um, this year. So, But, again, inventory is low and, uh, and, and people are still looking. Uh, people are still looking. A lot of, a lot of people um, uh, were finding, uh, you know, a lot of young people are out there buying and, you know, and, and it's 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 still continuing. We know that uh, housing affordability obviously still uh, very much a hot topic in in this city, in this country. We know that uh, you know home prices have skyrocketed. If you're a first time home buyer uh, or or just trying to get into the market in a specific city, it is a tough go. So there is no surprise in a report from CIBC, which found that roughly. 30% of first-time home buyers and nearly 9% of existing homeowners received financial help from family this past year to purchase a home. So the CIBC data shows that first-time home buyers received an average gift size of $82,000, while mover-uppers were gifted a whopping average of $128,000 in September of 2021. That's a lot of zeros. It, it is, and they would know the numbers because when they're doing mortgages, um, if, if the buyer, uh, is buying and if they don't have the money in their account, they have to verify where this money's coming from. And so they have those numbers like right, right to the T. And we do know that, yes, absolutely. A lot of families are giving their kids money to, to afford the house. And it, it's the only way they can, they can get into the marketplace. If they don't, if they don't get that help, they're, they're still going to be renting and, and they're never going to be, be able to get in the marketplace. So it's, it's definitely uh, happening more and more now than ever before. In 2015, close to 20% of first-time home buyers received an average of $52,000 uh, in help from family. That average is now $82,000. I can't imagine what that number is going to look like in about five years. It's, it's going to be six figures. It's got to be. Oh, absolutely. So what's happening right now, especially during COVID, uh, people, uh, 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 people's homes went up in value quite a bit. So, so there's a, a percentage of them uh, refinancing their house, giving the deposit to their kids and uh, so that they can, they can buy. So now they've got a lot of equity. Now there's the other, the, the other part where they're just uh, not refinancing. They have the money, they're older, they've, they've saved a lot of money, but they're, they're, they are kind of feeling sorry for the young generation because they're not going to be able to afford to buy a house if they don't have that help. They're just going to be sitting on the sidelines and they're going to fall, and and they're just going to keep falling behind, behind. So the only way they can do it is just, just kind of advancing them, maybe their inheritance, you know, 30 years or 20 years earlier. And, you know, but it's, it's just the way it's going. And, and and it's, and I was surprised to hear like the average, average uh, uh, gift 
uh, that the parents are giving uh, to these kids to to afford these homes, and uh, but they have no choice. They they need it. They need the help. That average in Toronto is $130,000, and the average in Vancouver, no surprise, because the average price in Vancouver is over $2 bucks. but the average price or the average gift from a, a parent or parents to a child is $180,000 in Vancouver. That's extraordinary. Are you seeing more and more often parents or family members contributing to the home buying process? Absolutely. Sometimes if their credit rating is not really that good, they have to go on title. Um, just so that they can get in and eventually once they build their credit rating, they can come off title, uh, on the house. But yeah, there's a lot, we, we deal with a lot of, uh, families that have gift letters, but what comes with that sometimes is the parent, if, if they're too much in control, uh, they will dictate whether they want their kids to have that house that the, that their kids love. And sometimes they kill a deal. Like the kids come in, they are all excited. They bought a house and then the parents come in and look at it. And they're going, well, listen, I'm not going to give you the $150,000 uh, for your uh, down payment if you're buying this house. I don't like this house. So sometimes you get the odd one like that, and it get, becomes a little tough sometimes. And and uh, and either their son or daughter, they're so in love with this house, and, and they sometimes walk away in tears because uh, their parents won't let them buy the house that they truly love. And, and you know what? I, again, like the younger generation, they have a different way of living than we're used to living as, uh, you know, uh, older adults, uh, what they're looking for. So it, it just depends on uh, the family and how they, they're dealing with each individual uh, uh, deposit or, or down payment with, that they're helping them with the gift letter and the house that they're buying. We are, uh, uh, gonna, I guess, move or meld into the uh, the spookiness of, uh, of the show. And uh, we're going to chat about a stigmatized house, buying and selling a stigmatized house. So what does stigmatized mean? Okay, so according to the Real Estate Council of Ontario, a stigma uh, can, can be defined as a non-physical, intangible attribute of property that may uh, elicit a psychological or emotional response on the part of a potential buyer. Stigmas that could affect a buyer's decision-making uh, the process include, let, let's say if, if the property was used for uh, ongoing crime, if the property was owned by a notorious individual or a criminal, or if the house was a former grow-up that has been uh, remediated and in, in, or if a murder occurred uh, on the property. So you know what? I, again, like buyer, buyers, they have to be very aware. Like, like I had a lawyer uh, state that most real estate lawyers and real estate agents in Ontario will agree that the best course of action when purchasing a property is to ask the sellers about the uh, ex- existence of any uh, stigmatization uh, issues, uh, unlike unlike leaking and septic tanks and holes in the roof and all that kind of stuff. So basically, uh, if you know, it, like nobody asks us questions. Uh, if, you know, do you guys have any paranormal, normal, uh, activity in the house? I've, I've never had that. Or is there any haunted houses? Is the house haunted? Um, it's, it, 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 um, people don't ask that question. Now, if the homeowner knows that, you know, like beds are being moved in the middle of the night that they can't <laughs> understand what, what it is. I, I, I think that, uh, they should disclose that. And now, Realtors may not know that, and uh, unless it's already been in the newspapers, it's already been, uh, you know, already been advertised of that, and sometimes people don't believe in that, and they just go ahead, but there's a lot of people that do. A lot of people don't want a house that somebody's passed away in. 
A lot of people don't want a house that somebody was murdered or, or, or committed suicide. Um, so there, there is that stigma. So it's always good to check. Uh, my theory is Google the address, but we've got uh, Lynn Nichols here that's going to be uh, helping us out and talking about more about this. Yeah, Lynn Nichols is uh, an intuition expert and psychic median. Her website is lynnnichols.com. Lynn, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. Good morning. And hey, Rob, nice to see you again. (laughs) We had Lynn last year on the show. It was fantastic. It was, yeah. Lynn, we got about a minute here. Just in terms of a stigmatized house, do you you see many of them? Do you enter these places? Oh, I won't go in them. No. <laughs> wow. I think she sees dead people. I, I might see a few. I, I don't do I don't do haunted houses, but I, I am very intrigued by them. I, I do like to cautiously go through and see how I feel, and I can usually pick up on something. Though it's not my specialty, I tend to talk more to spirits than to ghosts. But I do I don't mind a good haunted house as long as they're not going to jump out of the corner and scare the you-know-what-out. Yeah, I can hear that. We're going to have more uh, with Lynn. We're going to ask her about, uh, you know, some spooky experiences, how she got to where she is, and how she does what she does. Uh, You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition, on 900 CHML. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Rob Golfy is a sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find him online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Follow the Golfy team on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfy team, send them an email. Questions at robgolfy.com. That's questions at robgolfy.com. Halloween is just a day away, and we have a special guest today as well. Her name is Lynn Nichols, intuition expert and psychic median. You can find her online at lynnnichols.com. Uh, Lynn, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us here today. Oh, thank you. Good morning. We should let our listeners know that uh, we had a computer crash here during the commercial break, and uh, and you have a story to tell about a recent episode at CHCH-TV in which there was also a technical malfunction. So is this a coincidence or is something happening here? Oh, goodness. I, I, folks, I already <laughs> apologized to Rick already. <laughs> I was doing a CHCH interview yesterday morning and the whole building, the power went out. Wow. So, yeah, a couple of years ago when I did it there, all the video went out. Oh, so, wow. Oh so, if Mar- so, Rob, if your building falls into a sinkhole, I, I oh, do but, apologize. Oh. <laughs> we'll run. I better call my insurance company to make sure <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm fully insured. Exactly. So, Lynn, tell us about uh, how you became an intuition expert and a psychic medium. So, we go way back, way back into the 70s and 80s. And I was the kid who had imaginary friends, heard things, saw things, people didn't see, parents just brushing it off as imagination. And so did I. Up until I was about 12, when my bed was shaking, my closet doors were shaking, and I would have thought I was crazy, but my sister who shared a room with me said, can you stop that? So finally, at one point, I said, how can I get this stop? And a little five-year-old boy walked up to my bed and said, my daddy killed us all, and then he killed himself. Can you help us get this? 
and he was pointing to what I didn't see, but he said, there's a light there we need to get to. So I helped him, and then he came back afterwards. I helped the whole family and said, now I have a special gift for you. And I'm a kid in the 80s. I'm thinking it's an Atari or something <laughs> fun like that. And he says, I know you have an ability, but let's, here's a gift. I want to make it better. And ever since then, I was able to do a heck of a lot more, but, you know, boys and I, you know, school and do the right thing. So I was a teacher for a long time, but teaching a classroom full of kids and their dead aunts and uncles and their dead grandparents got very overwhelming. So in 2005, I left teaching and I've been a psychic medium doing readings and all those sorts of things ever since. And I am happy to connect people to the other side, but I am even more happy to teach people how to do it for themselves. So I do really enjoy it. Wow. So with that, that, amazing. Yeah, with that first experience, Lynn, how, how did you know what to do? Was it just an intuition or a feeling that you were getting? A, a little bit of that, and the fact that this little fella whose name is Leo, or was Leo, told me what to do every step of the way. And the dad was the hardest one to cross over. He, he was an ornery old part. So that was, <laughs> that was trouble. I can't believe that. So, Lynn, I got to ask you something. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're going to go through some houses, but one thing, can can you actually um, see what I'm thinking in my head mm. right now? Mm-hmm. Like, tell me tell me what am I thinking? So, so what I do there is I sit here and I, I not absorb Rob's brain, because who wants to do that? <laughs> but, I, but I put it in my head. So let me just take a second. Let me just take a quick deep breath and then oh my goodness oh, oh. Rob. yeah okay oh. you're, you're, i'm gonna okay we can't look at this and we cannot say this in the air rick if, oh, if, okay okay rick let me let me shake my head i'm gonna <laughs> clear my mind again okay sorry 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 okay <clears throat> oh my god okay I, I i cleared my mind okay okay lynn one more time sorry please don't tell anybody what you saw what you saw in my head okay i'm putting it on the internet that okay. was ridiculous <laughs> okay one okay. more time one more time so we're gonna go for the pg version of okay. rob's brain please okay. yes oh. Oh, shoot. I don't think there's a PG version of Rob's brain. Okay. One oh, boy. Sec. One sec. It's very busy in there. <laughs> there's houses flying everywhere. Like a wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. You know what, Rob? I, I don't want to say anything that's going on in your head. I think... I think I need a drink. I know it's only, I know it's early. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's just skip. Let's We're going to skip, skip this, please. Let's yeah. just skip this. Let's just skip my brain. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Enough, uh, enough of that. Okay. No problem. Okay. Yeah, L- L- Rick, Rick. Okay. No problem. Maybe we have to, uh, cut that, cut, we have to cut, cut that segment part out. <laughs> I think we might have to, okay, that, so, that's the X-rated but, uh, version. Anyway. So I guess, uh, I guess, uh, that must be amazing. Remember that movie on TV with Mel Gibson? He could read all the women's oh, minds. Oh, what women are thinking. Yeah, yeah. what women are thinking. That's, yeah. a, that's a, oh boy. So, uh, anyway, let's not talk about me, about my, what's going on in my head. Um, let's talk about some of the houses that have been, uh, have, have history mm-hmm. of, 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 uh, paranormal or, or yeah. whatever. So what's, uh, Rick, any, any, anyone that, uh, you're thinking of or that you can talk about? Well, I've, you know, I've, I've had an instance in my house and I've talked about this on the show before, but I was in Dundurn Castle a few Ooh. years ago for a tour. It was part of, as part of the, um, open doors mm-hmm. initiative that the city of Hamilton held. And you can, you can go to Dundurn Castle. You can go to, uh, a Whitehorn house. I think it's called, uh, the museum of steam and technology. They, they open up a bunch of doors 
uh, and invite you in to learn about the history. So Dundurn Castle, um, you know, it, it has a bit of a history in terms of paranormal activity, nothing that is really outlandish, but we know it's been there for eons. Um, is that famous for paranormal activity? Dundurn Castle certainly is famous for, for paranormal activity. It said that um, Alan McNabb's wife, Mary, haunted the ground, as hmm. well as the men that were hung for treason. I, I personally have never seen them. I've been to Dundurn Castle a few times. During the day, I will not go inside. <laughs> no, thank you. But it says that the whole family's there, but more importantly, Mary's still there. She died of consumption in the house. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So, and she loved her house so much, she doesn't want to leave. Holy smokes. But you know what? Like, now, would somebody, like, is, is Dundurn Castle is owned by the city of Hamilton. I'm, right. Uh, am, yes. am I correct about yeah. that? It's a museum. So, yeah. it's, a, it's a museum. So now, that probably will never be sold. Uh, it'll always be owned by the city of Hamilton. But if they ever sold that, <laughs> like, would it be more, because it is a museum, would it be more valuable or would it be... Uh, less valuable. Like, I mean, if somebody else bought it and kept it as a museum, not a problem, but, but to live in there. Wow. Like, I don't know. Like, like the, 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 I don't even know, Rick, does anybody live in Dundurn Castle? Like just a, like, like a, a maintenance uh, caretaker? Or I, I don't like think that? so. I don't think they live there. I think they work there. So it's, you know, maintenance staff or it's the, the, the tourism operators, uh, the people that work the grounds, but I don't think anybody, you know, sleeps in a bed at night at Dundurn Castle. Not to my knowledge. So, so basically, anybody that's there, it's usually during the daytime. Who knows if they had some cameras going on at night? There's probably parties oh, going on yeah. in there at night that we don't know about. Like, who knows what goes on at night inside Dundurn Castle? There might be. There yeah. Might be. yeah, yeah. Like it's been like I mean, literally nobody's there at night, and who knows what the you know? It's like it's like mm-hmm. uh, that show with the who was it? Uh, all the animals came to alive in, uh, in that museum. Uh, oh, that museum. oh, night at the museum. Yeah. Night yeah. at the museum. Everything came to life. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's what's going on in Dundurn castle. But, yeah. but yeah, I could see that, that, that building there, how, how many, that's two, is it 150, 200 years old? Yeah, uh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be. It, it's, it's way up there. So I would imagine, I would imagine there, there is probably some stuff happening that we don't see or, 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 or know about, but I bet you they had some cameras in there mm-hmm. or uh, that might pick up some, something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but well, you bring up a good, a good point, Rob, because people will say, well, why is it always haunted at night? Because the world's a little quieter. Mm-hmm. And so we're more in tune to it. So we hear the things we're not supposed to hear. Now, it's, I mean, it's an old building. You might be hearing the mouse in the walls or the bats in the belfry, so to say. But at night, they, they do tend to be more active because we're calmer and the world's calmer. So they're able to connect more easily. Mm-hmm. And what's neat about Dundurn Castle, and I don't know if it's directly across, but across the road is a purportedly quite haunted cemetery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It's a very old cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I could imagine there's a few uh, people that are a couple hundred years old laying that down there in that cemetery. Yeah. That that is amazing though, eh? Like it's it's like uh, they should make that into a Halloween night at the Dundurn Castle oh. and and really see some uh, yeah. cr- crazy things that happen over there. Like Castleoma does too. Oh, oh, in, in Toronto. Yeah. Do they do they do something there for Halloween? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I would love to check that out. I've, I've been inside that place. It's it's like oh, it is it incredible. is very very. What, what would the word be? Uh, uh, Viking kind of mm-hmm. like kind of mm-hmm. like yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't come up with the word for that, but it's very uh, 
very a lot of history there. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but uh, I didn't know that that uh, Casa Loma, is it Casa Loma? Is that mm-hmm. what they call it? Yeah, I've been there and I had uh, dinner there one time at a function, and it was uh, it, it it does have the feel <laughs> of that. Some people can be wandering in at night and uh, that are uh, ghostly looking. But um, but there's what other what other houses? Uh, uh, we got the Century Manor. Uh, that's a um, house on uh, on what's that? Is that uh, the, the one on the mountain? Salem. That's yeah. Yeah. It was closed in 1994, being used as a hospital. Uh, additions for forensic and psychiatry uh, wing uh, detention center for the criminally insane. So this is on Aslam. Uh, what is it? The, the East House of Hamilton's. As, uh, what, how do you say? Asylum. Asylum of the insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that one? I, I know that the, tor- the okay, treatments, quote unquote treatments they did there were actually torture. Like they tortured wow. these pe- poor people. And whether these people were actually clinically insane or not, who knows? It could be somebody that said, I don't like that person, put them in there. So there was a lot of, yeah. quote unquote, again, normal people there that got tortured instead of treated. And what happens in places like this where there's so much going on and so many huge, heavy emotions is energy can get trapped. So whereas it might not just be one spirit haunting it, it's a collective right. of spirits. And there is a, there's a very funny, I, well, I think it's a funny story about a security guard who works there. Alone in the asylum after it closed down, but having to you know, monitor the property. And somehow he just kind of wandering around, probably checking his phone or something, ended up in the underground tunnel. And he got lost. He got discombobulated. He didn't know where he was. And he heard something behind these doors. So he's like, oh, gosh, I don't want to go, but I'm a security guard. It's my job. So he walks down and just musters all his courage. He opens the door to this old room and sees two nurses sitting at this table. And just stared at him right in the eye. And then the one looked at the other and said, I told you he's fine. And he wow. ran like, you know what, right? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Wow. No kidding. Now, there, there's, there's that, that, is, that, that brings the hairs up on the back of your neck on mm-hmm. that one. Oh, my God. But uh, I'm sure a lot of people would like to walk into a room with two nurses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in trashy Halloween yeah, costumes. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, but otherwise, uh, Ockmar Mansion. Now, I think this just, did this just sell, um, Rick? There was something about this. They, uh, they were doing the, the, the uh, Ockmar Mansion. It's at the corner of Fennel and West Fifth. Yeah. Originally, uh, originally owned by Isaac Buchanan, prominent merchant and politician. He raised 11 children and his, and his wife, Agnes, there. Um, said said the, uh, to the house ghosts uh, from various generations, including Isaac Buchanan himself. Wow. Yeah, I, I love the house. Yeah, I also toured this one, too, as part of Open Doors Hamilton. I oh, believe the wow. city still opens this. And this one, more so than Dundurn Castle, this one has an eerie feeling to it. And this was during the day, mm. wasn't it night? There was a lot of people in the house, but he just got that kind of weird feeling inside. Yeah, oh. I bet you. I I bet yeah, yeah. It's just, you know what? Uh, like, I mean, I don't know how these like. I mean, they're like after life. Like they're like people just. It's like watching the the show Ghost. Eh? Remember, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Patrick Swayze. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't quite leave. Uh, he was yeah. still lingering around with yeah. uh, uh, and then Goldie. 
no, not Goldie. Uh, Demi uh, Moore. Demi yeah. Moore and the, and the other girl. I, Whoopi, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi, yeah. you, know, you knew what I was saying. <laughs> and uh, trying to find his way and stuff like that. But but I guess, I don't know. I don't know. Now, I heard, this is what I heard, that, um, and I can't remember where I heard this from, uh, a hospital put a shelf at, at the very top, the very top of uh, uh, of the room, like at the very, you know, close to the ceiling where people couldn't see it. Like, and, and they put things all on the top of that shelf. And what was, and nobody would see it. So what happened was they would, uh, if somebody was on the verge of dying and they brought them back to, and, and if anybody said they saw this, right. like the only way you can see it is you have to be floating, floating, floating yeah. it, it, to, to higher, higher than a, a person. Mm-hmm. And they did say that sometimes people did see it. So like, so, so there must be some kind of spirit afterlife of some sort. Like, I, I, I don't know. Um, but it, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it does give you, uh, definitely, uh, uh, hairs on your, uh, on your neck, uh, to go up. So yep. it's, 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 it's unbelievable. Yeah. It gives you the chills. We got to run here to our next commercial break, but we have more with Lynn Nichols, intuition expert and psychic median. You can find uh, her information online at lynnnichols.com and uh, we'll chat about whether uh, a house can be haunted or, or something nearby it can be haunted. Does it have to be a physical space? We'll get to that when we come back here on the Golfy real estate show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team. You can send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com, whether it's a question or a topic idea. That email address, questions at robgolfie.com. Follow the Golfy team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfy team, at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob robgolfie.com. Our special guest today is Lynn. Lynn Nichols. Lynn is an intuition expert and psychic medium. We're just a day away, of course, from Halloween, and we're talking things uh, all spooky, including, you know, we've talked about Akmar Mansion, Dundurn Castle, uh, Casa Loma. Does it have to be a house? Can a, a spirit or an entity occupy a space like a field? Oh, for sure. For sure they can. Have you ever been to Niagara on the Lake? walked through one of those fields that was on the battlefield. Yeah. It, some, sometimes you catch things out of the corner of your eye or they're, they're limping through the field. It, it's very interesting. So no, it doesn't have to be a structure. It can be a field. It can be a ship. It can be the beach. It can be anywhere where the ghost or the, when they were a human felt attached to, and maybe they've got unfinished business and, or they just, don't want to carry on they're just ornery old ghosts and they don't want to leave and and so what keeps them there is it is it that unfinished business is it the way that they died is there something that they think they have to do take us through their i guess thought process yeah so ghost um how you died doesn't 
really matter, whether it's murder, suicide, whatever, or whether you died of illness, that doesn't determine if you're going to be a ghost or not. But sometimes it's what you said, Rick, it's unfinished business. Or they feel they felt trapped in the location when they were alive, so they stay there. So there's a hundred different reasons, and I guess it's personal to the ghost itself, but it, it's always interesting, and they do seem to be repeating the same circumstances over and over. So, for example, at uh, Drummond Hill Cemetery in Niagara Falls, you see the same three soldiers trudging up the hill over and over and over again. They're stuck in a loop. It's like a ghostly loop. Those are the three soldiers they have on the... Uh they they put on the honor. Yeah, they put yeah, they put like a, a commemorative wall. Yeah, like you know, the, as you drive through, yeah. that's that's on Lundy's Lane there, mm-hmm. and it and it and it, it, it merges to uh, Ferry Street. And it, right. Yeah, they got. Is it three soldiers they have up there on either side? Oh goodness, I'm gonna have to look next time. Yeah, <laughs> they've got like the three soldiers. I know that cemetery pretty good because. Uh, I, I've been in there. Believe me, you don't want to go there at nighttime. It's pretty. No. It's pretty eerie there. That's for sure. Another place too is the Screaming Tunnel. I mean, that's not a that's not a house, but it is a location or a landmark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. The Screaming Tunnels is like a, a high school kind of thing. Everybody wants to go to, and and it's a like and and there, there's two or three different myths about this tunnel. Yeah, and um and uh, and it's a, it, it's a girl that was uh, escaping uh, the house that was on the other side of the tunnel. And that tunnel was, I think, was for water to pass through. Yes. Yeah. It. Oh no, it isn't three. Is it three? No. no there's no. several. Oh, you found it. Yeah. I have a picture of the Lundy's Lane Battlefield Memorial. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, the Screaming Tunnel. Um, it, it it was always known as the Screaming Tunnel. There's mm-hmm. like many stories. Like the the house was on fire, and the girl, the, right. the little girl, she was on fire. She and she was running through the, the tunnel, and she was screaming, and she mm-hmm. died there. There was another one that maybe she was being raped and trying mm-hmm. to get away. There, there's so many different stories about this Screaming Tunnel, and we really I don't know what what which is the real story, but the great story is though, uh, if you want to get scared and, and have some fun go to the screaming tunnel. <laughs> and I think that, I think this time of the year where we're yeah. in right now, there, a lot of people go there at night. And, at night. and yeah. And the thing is you go there with a book of matches at midnight yeah. and you go to the center of the tunnel and you light your match. And if you're lucky, she'll blow it out for you. Wow. You, you might hear her scream, but Hey, you know what? It's, it can get windy in there. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think it could be the wind. It's 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 pretty eerie there too. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance, uh, Google uh, "screaming tunnel" and uh, in uh, it's mm-hmm. in Niagara Na- Lake and uh, Na- yeah. Niagara Falls, Niagara Lake. Yeah, the yeah. dead end of Warner Road in Niagara yeah. Falls. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get down there, you might see a lot of people there. There might be a, a line up there, <laughs> and lots of ticks. Yeah, yeah. Be careful. be careful. Be careful. Bring some uh, spray to yeah. take those uh, ticks off. So, because you're gonna have to yeah. go through some uh, brush and grass there. So, but that's pretty pretty wild. When we come back in our final segment here, we're gonna chat about. Uh, so, you you're living in a home, or you've just purchased a home, and you're noticing things uh, not quite right. What can you do? Well, Lynn uh, will have some advice and some uh, tips and maybe some suggestions to visit our website at lynnnichols.com as well. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
last go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin, joined once again by Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website to visit. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. Follow the Golfie team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Past episodes also online at 900CHML.com. Our special guest today as we celebrate Halloween weekend is Lynn Nichols, intuition expert and psychic median. You can follow her online at lynnnichols.com. That's L-Y-N-N Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S dot com. Lynn, before we get to, you know, if, if someone has bought a home and they kind of have that eerie feeling and what they should do, I always wonder if you're out shopping for groceries or you're buying a new TV or whatever the case is, you're driving along. Do you, do you get all sorts of different feelings during your day? I used to. I used to, but I turn that off and, and everybody has the ability to turn that off. So I only tune in when I'm working or I can be interrupted in my day there's an emergency with my kids, someone I love, my friend. So, no, I don't go around all the time, but I could turn it on in a snap if I need to. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. All right. So, someone has bought a home or they've been living in a house for a few years and they're noticing, well, some weird stuff going around. What, what should they do? Well, before you go ghost, you have to examine, you know, make sure there's no faulty wiring, make sure there's no mice in the walls, nothing like that. If you get creepy, creepy, eerie feelings, some people are very sensitive to EMS fields. So if it's an old house, there's tons of old wiring, you might be more sensitive to that. And that can actually make you feel paranoid, like you're being watched. It's a very uh, bizarre feeling. And what's good is to keep an activity log, see if it's anything legitimate, see if it's repeated, see if it comes at a certain time of day, if there's any coincidences. But if you... If you can live with them, if they're friendly, (laughs) go ahead. Like, I know some of my clients that come by and say, you know what, they're here. I tell them as long as they don't scare, as long as they don't scare me, they're welcome to stay. But if they really do bother you, you can put your foot down and say, you need to leave and stay away. And always add in stay away because they'll walk out the door and then come right back. They say, I left, I'm back. So I always say stay away. And if you want to really emphasize it, open a door or open a window. Not that they are consciously aware of it, but it makes it more concrete. You can also try smudging the stage. You can try spraying with holy water if you believe in these kinds of things. You can spread salt around your doorways. Do you need to wear garlic around your neck? That would garlic be great. Yeah. yeah, and if you could carry a wooden <laughs> stake and a silver bullet in your, your gun, that would be great. <laughs> like there, There's lots of what they say are like Wiccan-type ways of taking care of it but i think your intention of not allowing them to stay there is important you can just sit down and have a conversation look you know what you're scaring my kids we're not comfortable with you here if you want to stay you have to stay very quiet but if you have somewhere to go we'd prefer you move on and not and stay away Mm -hmm. so you can you can do that you have to be very firm and um, sympathetic because you know they're stuck. But if you are really stuck and you can't get rid of them, call somebody who's an expert in the field. 
I got it. I know what to do. Oh, so, boy. so when you're, if, if, so this is what I would do. So I'm laying there and say, Hey, listen, I, I really appreciate you, but can you go to one, two, three main street <laughs> and stay there and, and terrify those guys at that house yeah. or go to your neighbor's yeah. house? Send them to your exes. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Send them to the, uh, your ex or send them to the neighbor that bothers you a lot. Say, Hey, listen, the guy next door, he deserves your, your he deserves your haunting of, of, of this. Go, go. You'd say, please leave, stay away from here. But Enter there and don't listen to what he says about you staying away from there. Just stay there. <laughs> You're in the wrong business, Rob. That's yeah. what you should get into. <laughs> oh, my God. Brilliant. That is unbelievable. So, stay away is the key word. Stay away. Yeah. So and firm. And you have believe that yeah so lynn when you're telling or when any, if anyone were to tell a, a, a an entity i guess uh to go away and stay away where do they go do they just uh, circle the block or are they just hanging outside like what are they doing <laughs> they're peering in your windows watching you, sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. you know what i don't know they just go away and it, that I, I honestly don't care as long as they're out of my house so they may like rob said go to the, the neighbor's house, house down the street yeah. <laughs> they may go connect with some of their ghost friends and hang out where their ghost friends are hanging out. So where do they go? Wherever they want. Wow. There you go. That is pretty cool. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. We got to go. Rob, Lynn, thank you very much for your uh, time today. Enjoy the holiday weekend or the Halloween weekend. I should say it's not a holiday. Well, it's kind of a holiday for some, I guess. Uh, well, and, for some of us. Yeah, for some. And uh, you can certainly get more information about Lynn and all the great uh, stuff that she does uh, online at lynnnichols.com. And if you're buying or selling a house, you got to get to robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Thanks for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.